Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to the fifth episode of A Place for High Vibrations. This is a series of podcasts where I interview beautiful people like my guest today, people who have a beneficial perspective on the world, who want to help themselves and help the world, and people who are into the spiritual process or the spiritual awakening process, if that matters. Today, I have invited Kate Dinolfo. Um, Kate, say hello, please. Hello, how are you? Uh, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I'm realizing that I must get more creative uh, in a way that I don't have to impress other people, but in a way that reflects my authenticity. That is a good key in order to become creative. So tell us a bit about yourself, please. Okay, yeah, my pleasure. Um, what would you want to know specifically? Uh, I don't know, maybe where you're from, what your passions are, um, how you deal with life. Is life hard or easy? Are you, what, in what kind of thought processes are you maybe? I don't know. Okay, yeah. So I grew up in Illinois, which is a state in the USA. I came from a family that was part of suburbia. I don't know if you know what's Suburbia is. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But go on, please. Okay. So suburbia, I like to call just like essentially a bubble of a certain socioeconomic class. It's like the middle class, and it's a very conservative place. And I grew up there, uh, living the American dream of you know my family, which was. You had your children, you put them in the education system, and you sent them off to college in hopes of getting that full-time job, and everyone's happily ever after, right? You know, you create your family, and then the cycle continues. Yeah. So I feel like I grew up in that kind of situation, in that dream, but it didn't fit me at all. And I was pretty much depressed my entire life. I grew up by the time that I was eight years old. Uh, sorry I for interrupting, it. but you don't yeah. really, you don't really look depressed. How no, come because I'm not depressed anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm curious about how you figured that out, that you don't have to be depressed all the time, but go on, please tell me about more about yourself. Right. About your I feel story. like I'm telling a lot. Yeah. I'll try to like speed up the story at least a little bit. <laughs> you um, don't have to, you don't have to. <laughs> By the time that I was eight years old, I didn't really like myself at all. I thought that I was fat and ugly, and I was never really taught how to love myself. But I always journaled. By the time I was in first grade, I was always journaling. So I had records of this and how I felt about myself, and I would hide my thoughts to myself, but whatever. So um, I've always had self-image issues, and that translated into high school, where I um, always wanted to impress other people. Um, I never really felt like I had a place um, in school or whatever. Um, and I was told that I had to go to college. And I was like, okay. Like, you know, I wasn't asked if I wanted to go to college. I was just like told, like, you're going to college. And I said, okay. And so I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And I felt like I was kind of like in a dream state where I was just kind of like floating through life and having people tell me what to do and how to live my life. And I oh. don't know. So it was just people, horrible. Was it but like people... 
Yeah, because in, in the in this society, in our family, everybody thinks that they have the answer for us. But the the best answer lies within ourselves. We know what we want to do. At the same time, we can take advice. We can accept their opinions. But in my own perspective, we all have the capability to create our own realities, to create our own dreams and go for them. So, guys, whatever you are passionate about, uh, go for that. Go for that. And if you feel like, for me, uh, gaining money out of my passion is a bit of a problem. But someone said that if you really want money, focus on doing what you love because that will eventually bring you money. So, uh, tell me, have you uh, gone to college, actually? Have you... Uh, finished your studies I did go to college and I don't want to undermine the fact that I was blessed like my entire life like I'm incredibly grateful that I've never had to worry about anything in my life really that much that's why it felt like a dream like I was floating that everything was being provided for me and told what to do like people were just feeding me these things and I'm very grateful for all of that because you know each step of the process everything is as it's meant to be I have all acceptance and love for my entire life Um, I just want to say like yeah, it did feel weird that like some people were telling me what to do. And so I went to school. I thought I wanted to study education to be a teacher, but then I ended up feeling like I don't want to be a teacher because I have to sit inside every single day. Um, that freaked me out. And I felt that a teacher should be someone that was wise, intelligent in the place that I was in college. Like I was very immature, very ignorant, not taking care of myself in mental distress all the time with anxiety and depressive tendencies. And so I was like, am I really going to nurture this like child and within an education system? Like it didn't seem right to me. And so I was visualizing myself as an adventurer. I was like, I'm going to be a wildlife major. Like I had this dream of like being a wildlife photographer for National Geographic. I was like, that's going to be the coolest thing ever. That's what I'm going to do. And I thought I was going to travel the world so and so forth and that did not happen whatsoever (laughs) but um it felt like being in a wildlife degree though like I will never ever regret getting that degree even though I don't have it into action like as a wildlife biologist because it taught me everything I know about nature and it restored my connection with the world and it made me realize what my values were and my values were to um, protect the planet and live with the earth in any way that I possibly can. So, okay. Um, so, um, regarding to what you said, you, um, uh, I think that we don't always get what we want, but we always get what we need. And for me, what yeah. I need right now is inner peace, actually inner peace and energy, I guess. So, um, the process is coming back to the self is coming back to questioning yourself, putting some big questions on your on your mind and really asking yourself big questions like, uh, why am I on, on this earth right now? How can I help the world? Who am I really? And um, this brings me to the question that, um, are you into the spiritual process? Are you a spiritual being? Because we all are at some level, but are you passionate about things? Oh, without a doubt, without a oh. doubt. Um, I, and it's so odd to me because I didn't find my spiritual self until this past March. And since that um, awakening, I've evolved so rapidly that I don't even recognize myself. Like all of this whole process of going from hating myself, feeling like my mental illnesses controlled me to getting to a point of higher consciousness where I'm like, oh, I'm in control. I know who I am. I know my purpose. I know my value. I know my mission. I know which direction I need to head in. It's not like I have all the answers, but I trust my intuition and I trust whatever movement forward and total acceptance. 
Oh, perfect, yeah. perfect. So um, what do you think? Um, you said that you had a mission. And I guess our mission is something, isn't something specific or maybe isn't even related to external things, to external realities. But uh, in your opinion, what is uh, the purpose of life? Or at least what is the purpose of your own life? What do you think that is? That may be uh, an interesting question that I'm curious about. I, yeah, it always comes back to me having so much self-awareness, knowing myself so much, taking care of myself so much, being so in tune with me that there's not, without a doubt, I have the capabilities to help everyone and anyone that I need to. You know, in knowing ourselves, we can take care of others. It only happens in that way. And so when I mean self-awareness, I mean knowing kind of you as um, the like the physical and the spiritual being that you are mm. so I know that I brought numerology up to you and yeah. so what for me self-awareness comes down to understanding when I was born on this planet what that means for me what my name means for me um, you know the Myers-Briggs personalities test your astrology and all the moon sun star signs oh. whatever like I'm like such a sucker for all that information. I'm like, yes, tell me everything about my physical and spiritual being. And so that I have so much self-awareness of my, of my destiny, my soul urge, my personality, uh, my knowledge, my capabilities, like what is my signs and my numbers and my letters and what do they all mean for me on this earth? Super interesting. So you are passionate about a lot of things. And uh, what you were explaining makes me go to the fact that we should actually be greedy about loving ourselves. We should be oh, greedy yeah. about loving and creating ourselves. And since my spiritual journey has happened, I realized that I was a bit ignorant. I was so much influenced by the ghetto style, by my uh, maybe some low vibrational people. And I have my idols were not people that were creative. And I realized that sometimes in life, life throws us some negative moments, some, some traumas maybe, in order for us to shift our perception, to shift ourselves, and to realize that, yes, we are, we are actually more than we think, and everybody here on the planet has its own purpose, their own purpose. And I guess the, the main purpose of life is being love and being joyful. So, yeah, I'm, I lost my, my track. Yeah, no, it's okay. <laughs> because this is a topic that I'm very passionate about, and that is understanding what self-love actually is. Like, what is yeah. love? And so I, like, I came across this realization a few weeks ago that to me, it's not so much as self-love, but self-trust, trusting yourself. There's too many people that I meet that regret things that they've done and they're like, oh, I wish it was a different way. Um, and so then they don't trust themselves to make the right decision to move in a certain direction. They don't follow their intuition. They don't think that they're good enough because they mm -hmm. have this kind of association of enough. They don't value themselves. And so in that, how are you supposed to conceptualize love? Like yeah, it yeah. just, it doesn't make sense. It's hard. So, it's hard. Yeah. So do, do you think that, um, do you have this uh, uh, self-growth ability within us? Do you think that the, it is something natural for all of us? Or maybe some yeah. people are, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I think the same, actually. I think that everybody has everything that they need, they need uh, within themselves. So yeah. uh, here comes the idea of meditation, of creating or uh, uh, observing your thoughts. Um, I have a question. Do you, do you meditate? 
yeah, I meditate several times a day. Like I think that it's completely necessary because that's when you start to trust yourself is when you give yourself that space to learn about yourself. And another question would be, how could we connect to that creative part of ourselves, to that higher being of us? How do you do it? What are the tactics that uh, you use? What are the skills that you use maybe? How do you connect back to that? Um, So I always am following detachment. And with that, um, I slow down a lot and realize that Okay, so for instance, right when I wake up in the morning, the best routine that I've found for myself is to say, okay, what am I going to do for myself right when I wake up in the morning? And I give myself, since I wake up in the morning, whatever time that feels good for me, I sit in silence for an hour. Um, Where I am right now, I have to listen to Delta Waves because there's a lot of construction going on around me. But I listen to Delta Waves and I have them on my big earphones just blasting in my ear. I sit with some tea and I close my eyes and allow myself to get into a higher consciousness. And for me, like a lot of that does include, I'll be honest, um, like just a little bit of marijuana. It does help me get into a state the present moment. To me, it is a tool in order to feel grounded and get within myself and recognize that nothing else in the world matters right now besides me giving me the giving myself this time and space because we always try to rush through life you know always trying to get to our phones as quickly as possible talk to people as quickly as possible connect view you know always trying to engage and we don't disengage and so i try to give myself that time like at least two hours a day um to find yeah So what you're saying is that the first thing in the morning that you do is super important. And you mentioned marijuana. I I, I wonder, uh, have you have uh, had other maybe psychedelic experiences or other drug experiences? Because I have, I had, I've had a lot and I realized that yes, drugs can help you until a certain point. Do you know Alan Watts? Okay. uh, He said that a psychedelic trip can open your level uh, towards spirituality and maybe enlightenment until uh, seven steps out of 10. The rest of the three steps have to be done uh, naturally. So yeah, I guess psychedelics and marijuana can help, but if you do it not with the intention of raising your consciousness, then you are getting addicted to it and it might influence you in negative ways. And I think a lot of people are doing this only to get high, only to run from their emotions, only to not accept maybe even the the negative emotions. And I realized you said you had marijuana, I have sometimes cigarettes. And yes, I I have smoked not that much lately, but I realized that I went through traumas and traumas actually lead to addictions. And I believe that in getting rid of a trauma, we must learn to also accept that pain that is within. But Mm -hmm. I'm not saying uh, don't use drugs, but I'm saying do it with the intention of raising your consciousness. So the question then becomes uh, if you had any psychedelic experiences, because I see people are being interested in this topic. Right. And that's, I like that you bring that up because it's not like I'm encouraging people to go do drugs. It's like, it's all just like a personal experience for you you in the realm of doing it. Because I agree with you is that I've, okay. So going back to just marijuana in general, it's just like, I've always been aware that it's a very self-reflective drug and that's when people get a lot of things. Yeah. 
So when people smoke and they're getting a lot of anxiety, it's because, and they don't like marijuana as a result, it's because it's bringing up these thoughts that they need to be sorting through and they panic because they don't want to sort through them and they don't like the feeling of all of it coming up. And so then they don't sit with it and then they never yeah, it, figure it out. It happened to me to get uh, bad trips out of, out of certain drugs. It happened. And I realized that, uh, I, I'm not sure if you know Koi Fresco, he's a YouTuber. I don't know. Okay, no. uh, that's okay. Uh, he said that you should stop calling it a bad trip. Uh, maybe you should call a trip that you can learn from. So I guess that that bad trip, because uh, I really believe that any experience can be a positive experience um, the moment that you learn to shift your perception towards it. So if, if you are having a bad trip or a trip that reflects anxiety, just um, change your perception towards it and really accept that panic attack because if you run from a panic attack, you only make it worse. And uh, I'm not saying I'm an expert of accepting the pain because I, I have found myself in moments when I had run from the pain, but I realized that going through that, all that negative stuff makes you stronger and wiser and really uh, leads you to another level of consciousness. Yes, definitely, without a doubt. Um, and it's, I want to move forward into what you were saying about the psychedelics because I yeah. understand that um, they can give greater clarity to you and there's such, like that people think there's such thing as a bad trip, but you know, it's all of them just being in their mind. Um, I've only done something like that once at a music festival and it was a very eye-awakening experience like I'll always remember that moment for me but um, besides that I've done like microdoses of mushrooms oh. Oh. and um, I've never gotten to the point of like seeing visions but I had an elated state to myself and I felt like a lot of energy um, and it was a very positive experience for me and I would be interested in you know whatever like I'm interested in learning more about it. I haven't done much research into it, but I just watched a video right before this. And so that's probably why this topic came up because it's like everything in synchronicity, right? <laughs> yeah, everything is happening in divine timing, but go on. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of only my experience with it, but I understand that it does help people spiritually in a positive sense. Um, so yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, I have a question um, that is not related to our podcast today. Uh, sorry, people, for uh, having this little interruption. But can we uh, record a Zoom call in three people? I was wondering if Anthony would want to join someday. So we can do okay. uh, a Zoom three people call. Do you think it works? Uh, definitely. Okay. Yes. Okay, perfect. And uh, I really liked the way that this conversation has gone so far. You are flowing really well. It looks like you have done this for the rest of your life, having interviews and podcasts. Um, well played so far. Um, what next? What we sh we we said that we <laughs> we said that we had a free talk. Uh, what do you think that the world should do in order for people to be more kind? Be more kind. That's yeah. just people getting in tune with themselves in their natural state of mind and separating themselves from toxicity as well. Um, I, you like, I want to go back to this old life that I had back in um, California. So I was a server back 
then, um, a waitress, a bartender, whatever definition that you use. And okay. I found that people in those environments could be very um, toxic without them knowing it. They would complain a lot about their lives. They would talk about other people. They would um, talk behind other people's backs. And it made me feel very uncomfortable. It was a very toxic situation. But then I rem remembered that a lot of them aren't, they're doing it because they don't feel good about themselves. They don't feel like they're they don't feel enough. Them. They don't really feel enough. But yeah, go 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 on there. Um. So when I realized that, I actually um. I've read this book at least eight times, and I have to tell you, it's the best book I've ever read in terms of treating other people and finding um, peace and serenity within relationships. And it's so funny. It was a book that was written in the 1980s that my friend found for me in a thrift store. She picked it up and she was like, Kate, I think you would really like this book. And I said, hmm, okay. So a 99 cent book, right? I, she hands it to me and it ends up being like, one of my Bibles. So I say like, I carry a really set, like I carry five books with me at all times. And they're like my Bibles, like it's things that I live by. And this book for 99 cents from a thrift store teaching me how to teach other people has been one of those books for me. Um, and so I recommend that book to be kinder to people because um, in, yeah. What's, uh, what's the name of the book? And do you have it around yourself? Could you read some chapters? For us now maybe if you have it some interesting things yeah let me uh, grab it okay let's do that okay so okay it is called understanding eliminating yeah and finding serenity in life and relationships by jane nelson okay if you have some yeah. some parts that you want to read for us it would be awesome okay well let's let's talk about like what topics is just like treating other people with um, getting to know people, I guess, is something that it would. So basically, I the book is. Or, about or don't you don't have to read anything? Just tell us a bit about the book. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Okay. Okay. So perfect. It's about finding understanding in yourself and other people, and accepting everything. So getting in terms of like understanding separate realities is something where you have to come to in order to show kind and compassion to other people. What's, so, what's it called? Um, separate realities? Yeah, it's, like understanding your separate reality. Like I have my life and you have your life and oh, I have okay. no reason to judge you within your reality or tell you how to live or give off an opinion that um, you need to do things for me and live for me. Like give everything to me because you have your life and I have mine. Um, you know what I mean? Like people are so yeah. quick to tell other people how to live and to judge them when they could just accept them for whoever they are within their reality. Wow. That's very important. And I think that people are doing that because I think that however you treat another person is reflecting how you are actually treating yourself. So someone said that the moment that I stop judging other people, I have also stopped judging myself. And I think that's super important. So your yeah. point of attention first should be yourself. You shouldn't judge other people, in my opinion. You shouldn't compare yourself to other people. Okay. Right. And you shouldn't expect the world to revolve around you either. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's not about you. It's about them. Like anytime we take things personally, it's, we're 
thinking that it's about us, but it's never about us. It's what about other people are going through and what their life situation is like. And so, yeah. And something that I know this is a, a topic where people are like, well, there's nothing to forgive. You always move on. And I know a lot of people that refuse to forgive people within their lives and they can't find understanding perspective around individuals within their life. They're like, well, this person did me wrong. And for so many years and they were the reason for this and this and they like put so much blame and they play the victim and it's like what what does purpose does that serve you like you're just carrying this bad energy with you all the time and remembering the pain that they did to you and you're just holding it to you and it's so heavy it's like just let it go release it and when you forgive that person and show them unconditional love and see their situation with a new pair of eyes of where they're coming from then you're just like okay, all is well, like, it was no big deal, like, I accept and I move on. Perfect, um, perfect. So, yeah, so I guess our job as, uh, let's call ourselves super, superhumans, no, I'm kidding, uh, our, our job as um, not supermans, but as uh, higher vibrational, or maybe people who have a good intention, is not to judge people, uh, even if they are doing that, even if they are acting in a negative way, because I myself have, have acted in negative ways sometimes. And I realized that there is nothing to judge about that. There is only things to learn from that. Okay, yeah. Kate. So uh, let's change the um, let's change the what's it called? Yeah, I don't have the word. Okay. Let, give me give me five seconds. Uh, I wanna um, make you ask me a question because I have been the one who has asked questions. Now it, it's your turn to ask me one question or two. Anything okay. is welcomed. Anything is welcomed. Yeah. Okay. So would you say that right now you are in a place of trusting yourself and your path? Um, 80, uh, 92%, yes. Uh, 5%, uh, I don't have enough energy. Uh, 2% or what is left, I'm a bit scared. But okay. yes, I trust. I trust and I feel that my senses are growing sharper. I feel my intuition is getting smoother. And um, as a creative being, I am uh, finding, I'm trying to find more ways to express myself, to create myself. And the main purpose would be to help the world. Yes. Yeah, so, so the answer to your question is actually yes. I trust myself. Okay. Uh, I love myself. I feel good most of the time. And if there is something negative to accept about myself, is that, um, is that, um, I have to accept the negative. Yeah, do you think that's like a theme for your life? Uh, to accept the negative? Yeah, like I feel like sometimes we're programmed with themes for our lives as ch children of things that are programmed within us that we just constantly have to be releasing our whole lives. And so do you think uh, that's something? We are told only about the positive. We, we are taught only about love, which is a good thing, but in our um, structure as humans and even maybe as spiritual beings there is this play of the negative as well so it's not always about being positive i realize that sometimes i have emotional blockages and okay. sometimes i i might operate from ego or sometimes i think that uh, my friends are not good maybe but they are good they are perfect or, or maybe my my perception towards them is not what it takes 
but what was I saying? <laughs> um, what's the question again? Uh, yeah, we have to accept the negative. We do have to accept accepting the, the negative. negative. Yeah, accepting so, the like, negative. You think that, are you mad at yourself then because you are doing these things or like accepting the negative and saying that like, whatever you think is a disconnected way to live within society, seeing that in other people makes you uncomfortable. Um, yeah, sometimes, uh, sometimes I, I realize that not everybody is operating at the same level of consciousness that I am. And in the past, uh, I was operating at a lower level of consciousness. And today I, see, I still see some people who are low vibrational, and I realized that I absorb in a way that energy, but there is nothing to judge about them. It is only my um, myself that is still resonating with their toxicity, let's say. But uh, it's not my job to change them. It's not my job to make them untoxic. It's my job to make me not resonate with that toxicity again. But okay. it's it's you know in a way it's don't think as uh, a big or super negative toxicity because my friends are cool i love them so much but i realized that i i have changed i have changed and in a way i want to change them with me and i think that is not the way to go i don't have to change them with me i have to accept them so um when you change it feels like you want to change everybody it feels like you want to change everybody and um everybody to know that you are operating from higher vibration. I think that is also part of the ego, but um, I have to love people with where they are and who they are. And it's not my job to change them. Uh, it's my job to set maybe an example, to change myself first. And they can smell that, they can feel that, and they will, they will rise higher. And I love my friends so much, by the way. We spent a lot of great times together. But I realize that sometimes, and even I sometimes with my friends get low vibrational, but uh, it's, we're, ha we're even, we're having fun with that sometimes. Yeah, but nothing to judge, nothing to judge. So I love yeah. you, friends. I love you, friends. <laughs> I'm sure they feel your love, okay? And it, you're coming to an important part of it, though, where you're saying that, like, us being in our higher vibration and like being in a lower vibration as well because um you know there's two you have to understand that like i told you you're a master 11 number and so you have two different life paths where you have a two and 11 um and so it's common for those types of numbers to be um like having this low vibrational life where we're we succumb to all of the um things in society that lower your vibration and it's only this like freak universal of like happenings that like are like holy crap why did this happen to me this is so traumatizing um that forces us to become the higher consciousness being and so yes. it's always in the divine timing of it all and yes. so it's like it's in those moments though we realize oh my gosh i want to help myself and yeah. when people don't have those freak occurrences within their lives and they don't have so, like that moment of not getting knocked down on their ass and being like, okay, shoot, like I'm tired of being miserable. Like this is not where I want to be anymore. Um, 
only then can people start to raise their vibration. And so it's just about you being a consistent entity, a consistent light in this regard. And you're right, like always taking care of yourself. And so when these moments hit them where they're like, oh my gosh, I'm ready, they'll know who to go to because you are there to support them as this um, higher vibrational entity, essentially. What a beautiful perspective you had on this. Thank you. Wow. Mm -hmm. So you think that um, they they will um, again? It's not my job to make to change them. It is my job to change myself and 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 send them the light that they need. And actually, my friends are on the right track. Uh, they are getting creative. We are laughing. We are having fun. But sometimes I feel that something something is missing. And I know it's not their fault. It's nobody's fault, actually. Maybe it might be my fault because I am trying to, to make them operate from a different perspective. But I guess that might be my ego who, who would try to change people. Okay, so uh, we had an amazing interview so far. I didn't expect this, actually. You're an amazing person, Kate. Uh, thank you for being... <laughs> Okay, I'm being honest. You don't have to laugh. <laughs> okay, you can laugh. It's I don't know. I'm just okay. You. Um, you are really smart, and uh, you are a person who resonates with me a lot. And you said that when you were a kid, you thought you were ugly. You are so beautiful, actually. Um, Thank you. You're um, welcome. Okay. Yes. Uh, bless your uh, heart. Thank you. Uh, do you have um, anything to say for the people who are watching this? Uh, you can salute them um, or something like this. Um, okay, yes. I give everyone who is listening to this message permission to slow down, to yeah. disconnect from the world around them, to give themselves space and silence, just to chill out away from everything. Um, I give you permission. Yeah. Okay, she gives us permission. Uh, you are some sort of uh, superhuman, right? Who gives people permission. <laughs> I just think that everyone's trying to work so hard that because they're every, everyone's telling them they need to work harder, they need to work harder. And so I'm giving them permission to do the opposite, is to just sit down and find yourself. Slow down, find who you are. And when you find out who you are and your purpose and who you are in a higher consciousness, then you can start to put the action forth. Then you can take the next step. But don't Perfect. just work in a blinded mind. Yeah. It's just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you think of creating something, think about, or don't think so much, just go for it, but also have a more general perspective about it. Because we are getting, sometimes you are getting so much stuck in the details. And the fact that I can't do that is too complicated. Just start and realize that uh, if you're getting more general about your desires, your, your desires, I think, will come easier to you. Okay, uh, anything else that you want to say? Uh, any other topic? Um, um, well, I could just like elaborate a little bit more on that specifically in terms of like everyone feels like there's a million things for them to do. Like I work with a lot of people that have their own online businesses and they feel like they have a hundred things to do in a day. They're overwhelmed by all the information coming to them all at once. Because if you understand, like we have videos, we have podcasts, we have books, we have masterminds, we have like all this information coming to us at once. And I know I'm not alone and it's not just online entrepreneurs in general, but 
when that happens, we get so overwhelmed that we just don't do anything at all and nothing productive. We're just kind of going through the motions of things. And so that's why meditation and slowing down is so important because you sit there in silence and then you find the space between your thoughts and you ask your subconscious, you ask your higher consciousness. It's like, okay, what's actually next? Like, what do I actually need to be doing in order to move myself forward in order to expand? Like what feels best to do that one thing that feels best to do. And sometimes it's not even about our business. Sometimes it's about go, going and taking a walk or um, doing a little bit of stretching. And so that's just where I'm coming from in all of this is that you need to find that space between the thoughts, get in touch with the present moment. And then when the next thought comes up, trust that thought and head in that direction because that's the, that's the path of alignment. That's the path of being in synchronicity of who you actually are. Wow. Perfect. So slow down. That's that's what you are saying. Okay, thank mm -hmm. you, Kate. Uh, yeah, I actually had it. an amazing experience today with you. Um, mm -hmm. I actually didn't expect this to work this good. It it was perfect. Why? We, we, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I just didn't expect it. You're really smart. You're really smart. And uh, thank you for your beautiful perspective. And beautiful. Definitely. Okay, um, guys, uh, thank you for watching. This was the fifth episode of A Place for High Vibration. Uh, we had an amazing interview. Yeah, people can't see you uh, when I'm speaking, so uh, try to speak something and do the signs so they can see you. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, okay. Perfect. All right. Perfect. Uh, thank you thank guys you for so watching. Thank you so much for having me. I had such a great experience. I feel so enlightened. Wow. Wow. Uh, and maybe uh, let's keep chatting on Facebook and maybe we will collaborate sometimes in the future again. Definitely. Sending you all my good energy and love. Perfect. Thank Thanks you, Kate. Definitely. And have a great, have a great day. Ciao, guys. Uh, okay. Goodbye.